Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week, we will bring you focused, impactful content sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life, desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. We are so excited you've joined us for this episode and hope you're having an incredible day. I know we are. Let's dive right into today's episode, episode number 19. Studies show that the same areas of our brain become activated when we experience rejection as when we experience physical pain. That's why feelings of rejection hurt so much. Many of us remember experiencing those first sharp pains of rejection right around middle school, as that's the age we started asking guys if they really like us. Remember, circle yes or no. And we realized there was a cool club we desperately wanted to be a part of. Uh, For the record, uh, I never asked a guy if he liked me, but that's probably a topic for another episode. Uh, Yes, for sure. Unfortunately, middle school is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to our experience with rejection as it continues to grow from there. It might be a mother or father whose approval always seems just out of reach, being teased about certain body attributes, a friend that blindsides you with betrayal, an unfaithful boyfriend or even a spouse, a difficult child who doesn't respond to your love. The bottom line is this, rejection occurs in many forms and areas in our life. The fear of rejection is a fear controlled by our primitive brain because it served a vital function in our hunter-gatherer past, as as in that time we were less likely to survive if alone for long periods of time. That part of our brain views rejection as a clear and present danger that might bring us actual harm. Connection to the group, that helps keep us alive, whereas being ostracized from the group That's the same as death. When you grow and change for the better, you risk losing others' approval. You risk losing friends or at least people who you thought were your friends. A problem we have with people that we don't have with God is that most people love us conditionally. What that means is when you do what they want you to do, they accept you, even embrace you. But when you don't or when you stop doing that, they reject you. This causes us to grow up with the never-ending desire to try to please other people so we won't be rejected. By the way, all you people pleasers out there, you aren't willing to be rejected. And all you perfectionists out there, you do everything you can to try to prevent it. Our primitive brains fear of rejection is why it constantly creates all these feelings like overwhelm, confusion, and self-doubts that hold us back. That part of our brain intentionally wants to hold us back so we will face less rejection in our life. All right, so here is the one thing that we want to share with you today. The fear of rejection is a serious issue that must be addressed. 
If you want to maintain the mindset needed to grow as a Christian, grow into a better version of yourself, create something to share with this world, because when you do that, you will most certainly face rejection. And the problem with this, there's actually several that we're going to cover, but here's the biggest. Rejection cuts long lasting lingering wounds. It lodges itself deep in our memory and alters the way we think about ourselves, others, situations, and even God. Since it gets embedded in our thoughts, and since we know our thoughts ultimately drive our actions, the impact and side effects of past rejections can be very far reaching. Those thoughts can adversely impact our important selves, self-worth, self-love, self-confidence, and our ability to maintain a growth mindset. Rejection also causes us to not truly express ourselves because we fear what other people will think. So here's what most of us do. We reject ourselves ahead of time and play small in life to safeguard against being rejected by others. Here's another thing about rejection. It also causes us to often value approval over doing what we want to do or what we know we should do. Here's, here's the deal. When your brain is focused on trying to prevent rejection, you play by others' rules rather than your own. This creates stress and anxiety because you're pretending to be someone you're not. So here's the truth about rejection. We have to be willing to lose others' approval in order to gain our own. You must risk everyone's rejection, but God's and your own. You must be willing to be not liked by others if this means loving yourself and honoring your true desires. And you know what's interesting about that? When you're willing to face rejection, that is the best place to find your own self-approval. When you're willing to face rejection, that is the best place to create the exact life you want. And God's truth about rejection? Well, God will never reject us, and he will never stop loving us. Unlike man, God's acceptance and love is always unconditional. God loves and accepts you because he decided to. It's not conditional based on what you do or don't do. A great example of this is a beautiful story of the prodigal son. Also, check out Romans chapter 8, uh, verses 38-39, where Paul goes in-depth about never being separated from the love of God. Our sin, it hurts God, but his love never changes. He knows we will sin. He doesn't reject us for that. Instead, he showers us with boundless mercy and grace. So even in our weakest moments, God does not reject us. God's desire is to heal his people from past hurts caused by rejection. Bottom line, God's truth is this. He will never reject you. You, only you, can choose to reject him. So here's what you can do. Feeling rejected is what you make of it. Anytime you feel rejected, you are the one causing it by what you are thinking. Rejection is a feeling simply caused by a thought, a feeling that's a vibration in your body. So notice how it feels. Are you willing to allow a feeling, a vibration, run your life? Consider how different your life would be if you weren't afraid of rejection. Stay focused on your core values and top priorities. Know who you are and who you want to become. 
When someone rejects you, understand it's not about you, it's about them. It's an action they decide to take for their own reasons. Here's a neat way to think about it. We all have our own unique traits and characteristics, right? They're going to appeal to some and not to others, just like fruits. Maybe you're a peach. Well, maybe, believe it or not, some people simply don't like peaches. The peach can't do anything about it. It's simply a peach. Well, it's the same with you. No matter what you do, not everyone is going to like you. That's good. Thanks. Um, another way is improve your self-confidence. A lack of self-confidence and fear of rejection both lead to the same action and result. How do you improve your self-confidence? By thinking empowering thoughts, by growing and doing things and increase your capabilities, by living an authentic life. Another way here is improve your God confidence. Are you living your life for God or for people? Here's what the Bible tells us will happen if we're living our life for God. You'll be able to be more authentically you. You'll love more. You'll do your best to follow his commands and you will most definitely still experience rejection. But God will be there to hold you up when you do. Man's rejection means nothing to God. Paul summarizes that well in Romans 8.31 when he says, If God is for us, who can be against us? So the greatest example of rejection that we could come up with is simple, and that's Jesus. You know, God understands rejection firsthand because of Jesus' experience here on earth. In every facet of Christ's life on earth, he experienced significant rejection. The Pharisees, the government, the people, his hometown, his own family, his own disciples, even from God, his father, when he was crucified. So Jesus felt the pain of rejection deeply, very deeply, yet he never let it stop him. And because he never let that stop him, he ultimately redeemed us, which is the exact opposite of rejection. So we wanted to share a little bit here about our experience with rejection. Um, and so from my past, um, I was teased as a young girl uh, about a lot of different body attributes and um, acne scars and things like that. And just those feelings, those words, they were just so hurtful and they stuck with me for a really long time. And I had um, and still continue to have it, something I still work on, but just body image issues because of the things that were said about me um, in my past. Yeah. And for me, you know, I can look back throughout my entire life and I can see how my drive for approval from others was not just unhealthy, but it was causing me to be somebody that I didn't want to be. I mean, it was taking me to a place that I didn't want to be for my core values, for my top priorities. Um, you know, it was moving me far away from that. And it was only after, you know, I really had a chance to reflect and understand that, that, you know, I'm now able to stay more centered on what those values and priorities are and not be living my life simply for the approval of others. So um, today's one thing, just in summary, the fear of rejection is a serious issue that must be addressed. If you want to maintain the mindset needed to grow as a Christian, grow into a better version of yourself, and to create something to share with this world. Because when you do that, you will face rejection. All right, guys, next week, <clears throat> be sure to join us. We're going to shift our focus away from this series 
and we're going to go to how to better manage our time. And we're going to focus on, you know, better managing that time first from God's perspective. We love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.